Welcome to the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast that I created especially for conscious introvert entrepreneurs. And if you desire to grow and quantum scale without the hustle and are ready to discover the missing pieces to effortlessly running a solo line business, then this is for you. And I'm your host, Annalena Fuchs, a human design and energetic alignment coach. And my mission with this podcast is to provide you with a shortcut to your most aligned path to success and financial freedom using a powerful combination of human design, science, and spirituality. And I myself have shifted from working nine to five to now enjoying the freedom of creating things on my own terms. And I want to help you do the same. Welcome to another episode of the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap Podcast. I'm so happy you're here. It's Annalena. And today, again, I have a very special guest with me, which is the amazing Gretel Jane. Uh, she's one of my mastermind sisters. She's incredibly amazing. And she's a relationship coach and trauma therapist for separated parents of school-age children, which I am one of those, I have to say. <laughs> And she helps her clients to really thrive beyond separation because that's something that can be quite a struggle. And in terms of human design, she's a 4-6 manifesting generator with emotional authority. And we will talk about all this goodness today. So welcome, Gretel. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm really, really happy to be here. It's exciting. Yes, I'm so excited to have you because I asked her just really recently, hey, you want to be on my podcast? And her circle was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no brainer. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> so before we dive into the human design stuff, um, I would just love to for you to share a little bit about yourself, the work that you do, a little bit about your story. Yeah, sure, sure. Well, it's been a very organic and roundabout kind of journey really which is <laughs> which is um yeah, crazy but I've actually really enjoyed it and as I reflect back on it having just turned 50 um I um yeah which is a lovely time for reflection I'm finding it's like looking back and going oh wow all the experiences that I've had um the work that I do now is very much a culmination of all of the experiences that I've had <clears throat> to date and um you know particularly you know the journey that I've had of personal development and working through my own trauma and you know as human beings we all have trauma to some degree like you know, there's the trauma with the big t and the small t right and so mm -hmm. we all carry it we're human as a human condition so working through my own particularly from you know childhood experiences that weren't ideal and through a separation with two <clears throat> very young children in tow and all of that you know the journey beyond that um, to where I am today um, has been multifaceted and um and has, um, yeah, all of the, the different bits and pieces that I've used along the way to heal, to gain understanding, to get where I am today are all the things that I use in, in my work with my clients, supporting separated parents particularly, and some parents who are thinking about separating but 
um, are not sure. Yeah. And and what would you tell somebody that is in that situation right now and they feel like, well, it's all my fault because I left the relationship, now the kids are suffering, but deep in their heart they knew the relationship didn't have any future and that didn't feel right either. Like what what kind of advice would you give to them? Yeah, I would um, say that it's okay, beautiful soul, like where you're at um, and, you know, to have that realization that it's not right for you mm. is okay. And that's, um, you know, particularly for me coming from an abusive relationship, realizing that actually I needed to step into my own power and it needed to be right for me. And that when it was right for me, it was actually ultimately right for everybody else. And that I'd been putting up with a lot and thinking all the time that, um, you know, I didn't want my kids to come from a broken home and I didn't, mm. um, you know, I wanted to hold it all together for the children. And I was just becoming less and less myself, <laughs> less and less myself and more and more miserable. And yeah, finally realized that um, actually doing, Doing what was the right thing for me which in this case was to separate because um, of the abusive nature of the relationship um, it actually opened up possibilities for my children to actually live in a household even though it's not your traditional mother and father mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you know, initially um, household it opened up um, possibilities for them to live in a household that is happy and um you know has loving supporting relationships and doesn't involve walking on eggshells so i suppose what i would say is um you know sometimes it is the right thing to separate and it's just really important to really um you know when you're in those situations where you're everything's confusing and you don't know which way to go and and the guilt about what you're doing to your children mm -hmm. and ultimately to go within and to look at what's happening inside you mm. and to uh I, I suppose from there um yeah ultimately feel into what is the right thing for you mm. and to listen to that little voice of intuition mm. um, is the perfect thing and your children are Uh, you know, luckily because of neuroplasticity <laughs> these days, um, sure, they're going to take some damage, but they're going to be able to respond in the most beautiful way when you do what's the right thing for you or what's the right thing for the family. You can rebuild all those relationships so that they're authentic. Yeah, I love that. And actually, because I, I said in the beginning, right, I'm myself a separated parent of a school-age uh, daughter. And... Mm -hmm. That decision, and maybe somebody that's listening right now, they're right now in the situation where they're like, should I stay or should I go, right? Like, either one of those decisions, I remember, it's not easy, right? Staying is not easy. It may even feel like unbearable for you or you feel like I just can never be myself in that relationship or whatever the story is. Um, and then leaving can also be really scary because I, I know in my case, it was like, okay, now I'm going to be all on my own, right? Like take care of my own house, pay the bills and everything. That's a huge shift. And also, yeah, this like, oh, what if it would have worked out and I want my child to grow up in this, how we think it should be, you know, the, the parents that you were born with and always stay with them. 
But I, for me, in the end, it was really, you know, I can be the best mother for my daughter when I give myself permission to do what feels right in my gut. And I'm talking like about my gut right now because that's the, we're both manifesting generators, right? I mean, at the time, I didn't know about any of human design, but it's like this knowing inside, or like you could say intuition, where you just, you know, in your core and your being that this is not the relationship for you to also heal. Because I mean, relationships are never easy, right? Even like the perfect partner, it's not going to be easy, but it's like, like you say, in your case, and I think many, many people are in that situation, like it's an abusive relationship. And I think also sometimes people, they don't even know what is a healthy relationship and what is an abusive relationship. Can you, because you're a trauma therapist, like I would love to hear from you, what is the difference between, yeah, you have problems in the relationship, but it's actually a healthy relationship and it it has a future. And what's like a really, truly unhealthy abusive relationship where it's like, all right, it's time for you to get out of it. Yeah, well, there's lots of ways of looking at this. And I'm, I've got this beautiful analogy that I'll talk about in a minute. But um, essentially, a, a, a healthy relationship is a relationship that feels good for both people. Yeah. <laughs> and an unhealthy one is one where it doesn't like you and you know, and ultimately you do know, even though you have all those pulls to stay for the kids or to stay because of fear or, for, you know, there's lots of different reasons why people stay. And, you know, absolutely it's got nothing to do with whether you're a strong woman or man or, <laughs> or not. It's um, there's a lot of reasons why people stay, but um, in terms of what a healthy relationship is versus an unhealthy relationship is where, is where you both um, are able to be as much as possible or as, 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 you know, authentically yourself and do all the things that light you up whilst being in a relationship. It doesn't take being single and on your own and with nobody to do all the things that you love. And a lot of the time, you know, people, relationships become very um, codependent when people sort of um, jump into each other's world and try and be the person that, um, that they, they think the other person wants them to be or they try and make the other person the way they want them to be. Mm. Whereas, you know, just literally holding that space um, for the other person to be absolutely who they are and for them to do that for you. So, you know, is 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 the most wonderful thing and it, and it is possible for everybody. Um, so I guess um, the way I like to look at this is that each of us have our own tree right that we nurture you know during our life and it grows up out of the ground and it you know grows leaves and flowers and things like that and it's our responsibility to nurture and look after our own tree and so each of us man woman and child we've all got our own little tree so you know you the more you you know you love that tree and you fertilize that tree with you know all the things that light you up and the all the good stuff, you know, it grows flowers and it grows beautiful foliage and it, you know, it it has this beautiful life cycle <laughs> it goes through. Um, and then, but, you know, what can often happen is, you know, you're in your tree and you're like going, oh, this is pretty um, attractive looking tree over there. I'm going to go jump into that tree. And so, you know, your typical sort of, I guess you could see it as like a um, a teenage relationship or, a, you know, which often can, it can go like this um, initially or a codependent relationship, a relationship that's not healthy. 
Mm. is where you abandon your own tree and you dump into someone else's tree (laughs) and, you know, try to make it incredible on the other person's, you know, okay. So so if they're a healthy person, they might be, um, you know, oh, goodness, that this person's jumping into my tree. Like, what the hell? Um, But, you know, ultimately when you you jump into someone else's tree and try to make it, um, try to make it beautiful for them, you're neglecting your own and so that's not a healthy relationship, right? You're completely codependent on that person. Mm. And so, you know, um, yeah, ultimately when each person in the relationship is working on their own tree and doing all the things that light them up, they're making it absolutely beautiful place to be, they can go be there on their own and that's cool. But then when you start to develop a relationship with this other person who's also got their own beautiful tree, just like you do, um, you can build a bridge across between the trees <laughs> and wow. you have this beautiful bridge that, that's um that you you build together across between the trees and then you can come onto the bridge and you can play <laughs> and then you go back to your you go back to your own tree and you know you live your life and then you know you might sort of more and more come out and play under this tree and you start to build onto the bridge and you you know, build a, a relationship together and, geez, you know, in between maybe just under the bridge you might start to build another tree together, you know, which is mm-hmm. essentially you might start to build a little forest together and there'll be times when one person can, you know, is able to contribute more than the other, you know, that's sort of a healthy relationship too. But ultimately each of you have your own tree, your own life, your own, um, you know, stuff that lights you up that might be completely different to the other person and that's completely okay because you come into the, onto the bridge and you play and you build stuff together which is something new yeah no I love that so much uh, this tree because I love these analogies especially when it comes to nature yeah. super fan of yeah. this thank you for sharing that yeah and I can also as you were talking right like in my words I would like a healthy relationship like you just said it's like where you don't lose yourself, where you give yourself permission to be yourself mm-hmm. and where your partner supports your dreams and the things that light you up and not yes. everything is going to light up the other person, right? It's, it's Yeah. But we respect each other, we support each other, we love each other. And then the unhealthy relationship is like, yeah, like you say, where you're losing yourself, right? It's not safe to be yourself because you also, I think you mentioned it earlier, it's like when we start to feel like walking on eggshells, like, what if I say this? So we're suppressing our voice. We're suppressing our truth because we are scared of how the other person may respond to that. And yeah. that's when, yeah, it definitely becomes unhealthy or when things like um, gaslighting or things yeah. are being turned around I, 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 from toxic or unhealthy relationship patterns. Um, I remember from my own experience, it's like, you say something or the other person says something and then they say that you said it like and and sometimes we don't see this we need an outside person like you right to actually make us realize that we're actually totally abandoning ourselves and the stories started to to buy into in a very toxic or unhealthy relationship that um that's the other person you know, getting on trust. And the thing is like, we are allowing that, right? And it's on us to make that decision because it's also always this or often I find like, we're just blaming the other person or it's their fault, it's their fault. But no, like I'm allowing it. So by you making that conscious choice, let's say 
you happen to be in an unhealthy relationship at this moment, like what steps can you take to finally honor yourself, right? And and get out of it, which which again, it's not easy, but I, I feel like that's why it's so important to have people like you as well. Yeah, and this is one of the things that I do with um with all of my clients because a lot of the time, you know, the you know they're separated parents, right? So the relationship hasn't worked out, and they may have actually got into another relationship, which is just the same, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, with the same kind of person. You know, if, particularly if it's been a abusive. I mean, I did this after I left my husband, and that was a really interesting moment of like okay, here I am again. Okay, right. <laughs> and so these are patterns of, neg- of real, really negative patterns that are actually often playing out really unconsciously. They're not patterns of behaviour that we're aware of. Yeah. And a lot of the time, well, actually, every time I'd argue, these patterns originate in our childhood. I mean, ultimately, we learn how to be a human in the world and how to be in relationship with other people from our parents and mm-hmm. other caregivers that around us when we were a child, when we were a child, when we were growing up. So a lot of the time, lots of the work that I do is very much about really taking a look at some of those patterns and things that keep happening when people say, oh, my God, here I am again. I can't believe I'm doing this again or I can't believe I feel like this again. Like, Or I always go when I'm when I'm really angry with my children, I always go from zero to 5,000 like in three seconds. Like it's like, oh, why do I always do that? And, and, and then there's the guilt afterwards and the um you know, the realisation that you've just done something again, but at the time you just couldn't stop it. It's like, it's almost like it's a, yeah, it's an unconscious mm-hmm. response to something that's, that's yeah. been triggered inside you. So taking a look at some of like really gently and taking a look at and unpacking um, a lot of those triggers from the point of view of how they feel in your body is really, really important. When, it's, when it comes to investigating these things. I mean, investigating beliefs and, um, uh, you know, and things like that too are super, super important, but it really comes down to really getting into how those things feel in the body. And, um, you know, from there so much wisdom comes because the emotions that you feel are allowed to, you're allowed to, allowing them to move through rather than push them away like so many of us do yeah that's that's a whole nother big topic and now that you mentioned emotions right so you have emotional authority in in your human design right yes i i I would love to hear from you so i I think i said it earlier gretel is a four six manifesting generator with emotional authority and she has the 4130 channel which is the, yeah. it's like the channel where it's like when we have these big expectations and then something doesn't go away, like it can go really down quickly, right? So, um, and and you're fairly like fairly new to human design. I mean, now you're actually an expert because I, I'm gonna share it. She she's one of our amazing um, students. She's already certified as a human design coach through the Aligned Living Academy yes. because you were like so on fire. <laughs> Because it was so life changing for you, I, I would just love to hear yeah. from you, like um, how this whole thing about really understanding your tree that you were talking about, who you really are, and accepting that, and being more of who you really are unapologetically. Like, how did human design help you with that, and in particular, this whole emotional authority? 
Uh, such a big question, Annalena. <laughs> you can break it down. <laughs> Into about 10 different parts. No, but I, I, I can't wait to start to use human design with my clients as a tool because I, I see it as a tool because it has been for me to, um, yeah. alongside my healing personal development journey, just to shine a light on all the areas. Um, just, I, I guess, yeah, shine a light on, on who I really am. And to shine a light on all the areas where I'm not necessarily living in alignment. I think that's been the most powerful thing for me for human design and, and also um, on the relationships that I have and having so much more compassion for myself <laughs> rather than trying to, which is, you know, what we all do in trying to live up to expectations, right? All the time from parents, from society, from everywhere. Um, uh, you know, we, kind of try, trying so hard to live up to those expectations that we get further and further away from you know the truth of who we are and I think that a lot of that was that was happening to me and it's really helped my relationships with my children as well um, and helped me to parent them better which is something I'm really excited to bring into my business too so parents can understand how their little people really are and often they are so different to who we are and we already know that but really understanding their human design can really give a whole nother level and depth to that um, understanding that you already have because that's the thing with human design too like I found it was very affirming like it was there are a few quite a few aha uh -huh moments but it was more about yeah that's me oh wow, I've been trying to not be me for so long. Yeah. And I, I mean, the first thing was about being a manifesting generator. I think it's just the the thing that I think every manifesting generator gets when they discover human design is that, yes, I'm actually meant to do lots of different things all at once, one after the other. Mm. And that's perfect for me. Like it, I'd always been told to focus on one thing Gretel come on stop being so scatty all over the place and you know the judgment that I received from you know the world around me when I was growing up and then obviously that voice became my own voice judging myself which is how it happens too um you know about how I've got to stop running around all over the place and focus on the one thing but that made me so miserable <laughs> um and when I was actually able to just lean into being who I am and you know just doing all the things and just letting myself go from one thing to the other and back again and just as it felt good for me it was amazing <laughs> um but I, I think um yes and the four six um profile was fascinating to discover as well you know like I'm and my daughter has the same one so that's really helped me um it helped me too but just helped me to understand you know um that with that four line have you know relationships can be actually quite difficult we're here to have relationships and to appreciate um you know those close relationships and really lean into them and that's where we get a lot of you know a lot of our opportunities come from close relationships and you know it's just who we are and yet it can be very difficult as a four line because um you know there's a lot of fear of rejection oh, yeah. and that was a big one a big one for me <laughs> And, um, you know, so I oscillated, I, I reflecting back now, I oscillated very much from that cold and mean to just, mm -hmm. you know, just protecting myself. Yeah. Um, and I can see that in my daughter now, um, you know, to, you know, very 
warm and inviting, you know, which is very much the um, the high, higher expression of the um, of that line. So that was huge for me too to just reflect back, and it, it's all about more compassion for yourself and just going oh look it's like you know wow it's okay <laughs> that I feel like that it's okay you know and just um being more accepting um but uh, yeah like you said I think the biggest thing for me has been understanding my emotional authority hmm. yeah and we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that but I want to just kind of right now just reflect yep. a little bit on what you said because there was first of all can you guys hear how passionate Gretel is about human design and how it has shifted things for herself, understanding herself, her kids better, and also now using it with her clients, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because I, it was the same for me. When I learned about my human design, I was like, this is so incredibly life-changing and so helpful, like nothing else I've ever experienced before. Like I have to bring this to my clients, otherwise I'm going to be of disservice, right? I cannot not share this, I can't. So, and the things that, I think the biggest thing that stood out is like when you are saying, you know, human design has helped you really to, yeah, have more compassion for yourself and stop trying to fix the things that are actually totally normal for you. Right. Like being a manifesting generator. Yes. Four six profile. Because the reality is we are different. We still have lots of similarities as well as humans, but there are some major differences. Right. And just like with the four line, because I'm a two four profile, so I, I also can relate to the four a lot. And we can be the most loving, caring people. But this fear of rejection, we can get really bitter and cold. Right. Yes. Like we put up a wall, like, don't you dare hurt me. Right, it's not gonna be yes. nice. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. Yes, I'm so familiar with that, and I still feel it now. Like you know, all the healing work that I've done, and that's okay. Like that's the thing. <laughs> it's okay. Like it's like, yeah. My my, just... my daughter is a four six as well, by the way. So, yes, okay, yeah, yes, absolutely. And it's just because, especially also because you're a trauma therapist, right? Like, um, and I have. Also with my clients, we, we we always work on this letting go of these patterns or or things that we think we shouldn't be. And human design is for me, it's it's a perfect thing for manifesting generous because it gives us a shortcut to understand ourselves better. Because these are all things, right? Like most people, when I have a human design reading, if they're really honest, they will say to you, Yeah, I kind of knew this about myself, but you know, all the voices in my head, all the people saying all the things. I wasn't listening. I didn't give myself permission. It's this like ticket to be you. And like, here you go. It's it's okay. And many of the things that we thought we had to work on or to fix, all of a sudden, like, uh, not really. It's just about accepting that part of me because that's who I am. And I better be who I am and not try to be somebody else. Yes, because the whole thing like it's such a human thing to think there's something wrong to feel that there's something wrong with you (laughs) every human being has their own flavor of that you know like I'm not good enough like you know there's something wrong with me it's so human and and um and it's okay but yes I think human design has really helped me to accept myself more and see that I'm supposed to be this way and it's beautiful and I love it so let's talk now about the emotional authority when you learned about that how did that help you accept and and how was it before how did you feel about these emotional patterns that you have by nature 
And how do you feel now that you know this? Oh, well, I definitely thought there was something wrong with me. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> why am I so emotional all the time? And and my family um, don't have emotional authority. <laughs> They're not emotional beings at all. And so, um, yes, everyone has emotions. But for me, um, you know, I would suddenly feel very sad and just want to cry and not be able to explain why. And, um, you know, I would just have such extremes of emotion and my family just couldn't understand why. So there's a lot of like, okay, just go to your room and just, you know, just calm down, take some breaths and then come back when you're calm. You know, like I got that a lot, you know, that kind of thing. And that's, it's that real suppression of who I am. (laughs) I'm supposed to be emotional because, you know, um, emotional beings, like people with emotional authority and there's actually a lot of us now and more and more I understand in human design um yeah it's like you know, it has an evolutionary aspect to it mm-hmm. <laughs> um but I think the more yeah the more you can um lean into that like yeah and when that's suppressed in you which, which is what I'm saying that sort of your emotions are suppressed like it is for so many of us um it's suppressing who you are and so your self-belief, your self-esteem, your all of that just takes a hit as a kid, you know, when you're uh, – and that's where it really started to become a strong belief. There is definitely something wrong with me because everyone else is so different. Like I'm here bawling my eyes out and I have no idea why, but I nevertheless I'm sad, I'm, you know. Um, so I think it's taken me a long time through other means to, you know, just accept – my emotions accept how I feel just allow them to be there and this is a lot of what I do as a trauma therapist too just Mm. noticing and acknowledging and allowing and you know when you do that with emotions you can allow them to move through the energy of those emotions moves moves through you that's exactly the way they're supposed to do supposed to move you know emotions energy and emotion right yeah (laughs) Um, emotions are supposed to move through they're not supposed to get stuck they're not you're not supposed to judge them um and you know you're supposed to allow them to move through and then when they do there's such wisdom that they come with you know it's like oh wow that's what this is about and so because of some of the dramatic, um, you know, experiences I've had as a child and, you know, with narcissistic abuse, um, you know, throughout my life, including in my um, relationship with my ex-husband, um, you know, it's the emotional roller coaster has been incredible. <laughs> so, you know, and for me it's been a thousandfold because of the, I think, you know, I was reading somewhere that, um, you know, people with emotional authority, like emotional beings, we're here to experience all the nuances of what it is to be a human being. And this is how we experience our life, right, as human beings through our emotions. And so I'm here to, you know, if you're taking a picture, um, you know, taking a photograph of a scene, I'm going to see all, you know, because of if you're seeing it um, in this way, um, I'm going to see all of the colours and the depth that there is and experience it, whereas you know, other people may not see that depth. And that's cool because they've got other um, other aspects are stronger within them. They're going to feel emotions. That's cool. But I'm here to really experience all of the depths of what's possible. So and now that I understand that, I'm like, oh, wow. So that way I can, you know, really be with what's 
within me and then be able to hold space for other people as they process and move through and understand the wisdom of their own emotions yeah no I love that and I I kind of want to elaborate a little bit on this because all humans feel emotions right and now the question is okay how is this different if somebody has emotional authority and how is it if somebody has an undefined solar plexus like I have a completely open solar plexus mine is it's all white yeah so I feel emotions like it's not like I'm emotional but the difference is so for Gretel and anybody that has emotional authority it's on a more consistent basis it's it's kind of a pattern right it's like and I don't know if are, are you tracking it? Yes, I have been very definite yeah. pattern. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. I was going to ask. Like it's almost like uh, for women, they're tracking their cycle, and you can kind of like, oh, like, I, and maybe that day I'm not going to schedule a meeting now because I'm probably going to be in my low on that day, and I rather be by yes. myself or something, right? And so you experience it on a more consistent basis and there's there's different waves some people have more than one of the waves we, we're not going to go into all the details right now um yeah but you're here to show to the world that that is normal right yes. like anything yes. you find in your chart is like you are showing this to your world and through the all the beings or humans that have it undefined like myself we're here to reflect it back to you in a way right so we can all see it and all yeah. learn from this together and i can actually I can amplify these emotions and I can feel them even stronger, which can be very painful. Hence, yeah. why we, I used to have a tendency to avoid any kind of confrontation with people because of that. Yeah. But yes. I have learned about this, right? And and none of us actually, emotional authority or undefined um, solar plexus is supposed to make big decisions in life when we feel like strong emotions, low or high both because we can be either this really excited and amped up right like oh my god I'm gonna do this I'm so excited and then 10 minutes later it's like oh I don't know <laughs> right what's the excitement <laughs> all of a sudden or yes like super low and all the doubts are creeping in and like you know when we feel like in yeah. the funk and yeah. pushing everything like these are the places where none of us wants to make a big decision and yeah. And so especially with being you having emotional authority, right? Like it's crucial for you to or anybody that's listening right now that don't ever let anybody push you making a big decision, especially making a big investment or a big career choice or anything like that from like a very excited place in the moment, like yeah, quickly or like really low place, like sleep on it, take your time. And, and when you're back in a neutral space and if throughout that whole time, in your body it kept being a yes in your case it's your sacral or like your gut right you also have a spleen defined right so it's like you also just yes. know so it's kind of a double no yes yes um but if it stays a consistent key in your body and you give yourself that grace and the time to to ride out this emotional wave and it can take a week for some people you know depending yes. on how many waves they have that is really crucial and i, and I find that especially we are being coaches right for me oh my god that was the biggest game changer for my coaching business because I no longer you know because I want to serve people I don't want to get people into my program and then it's misaligned and it's gonna not work out for either one of us like Mm -hmm. so when I learned about emotional authority it gave me this ease of like 
actually telling them on the call like let's say they want to work one-on-one with me or you right like i i say like okay this is a program i don't want you to make a decision today go sleep on it and they're like what and that works beautiful they come back after a week and like yeah i want to do it let's do it you know there's no such a gift you have emotional time is your friend yeah (laughs) it's okay like and even today i just want to share i was at the grocery store um, yeah buying my groceries and uh, there was a cashier and he's a really like chilled out guy i was like in a really good mood and I was like, yeah. oh, I'm just going to go to the ladies room for really quick. And he was like, no, no, take your time. <laughs> oh, no. And and, and I, I, it was funny because, you know, this podcast is the art of slowing down. And I, I still catch myself. Let me go yes. to the bathroom. So I'm going to be back right away. Right. And like, and I just, just <laughs> thing that gave me that big reminder. And I actually, I slowed down in the moment. I took all the time yeah. in the world and. When I got back, he wasn't even done yet, you know, scanning the groceries and everything. And he was so mellow and relaxed. And I was like, yeah, we need more of that. Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah, I think for me, just understanding my waves, my ups and downs, and I did track them and there's definitely a pattern. And the thing is, when I accept them and allow them, they move through more quickly than when I don't. They they last and they and there's because uh, the thing is with emotional authority you don't have any clarity in the moment <laughs> so there's we're not here to be spontaneous about <laughs> about big stuff about the big yeah. stuff you know yeah. by yeah. time money so you know it's um it, you know like I said time is your friend and just allowing yourself that time and if someone's pressuring you it's a no <laughs> yeah exactly that is and simple. Fun yeah no no. yeah yeah and I love that you actually track your way so I hope that anyone that's listening right now if you have emotional authority get out a piece of paper or your your calendar and start tracking it like how do you feel you feel high or low on this particular day see if you have a pattern so if if Gretel Mm -hmm. has a pattern most likely you may have a pattern as well and most likely everybody's pattern is unique and in your own somehow in your own way so yeah, I've just did it on a calendar with like a little rating scale. That's it. I just thought, you know, I'm just going to do it, see what happens. And I was astonished at how yeah. it, it's very monthly, which is interesting. It may be something to look into as well, very much a tied to a monthly cycle. Yeah, I, I believe so, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's interesting also having emotional authority. Um, and my children have both have undefined emotional solar plexus so um you know being aware of that and how they would have perceived the separation that I went through (laughs) and how they operate now in that they take in that emotional energy and they amplify it and they feel it um they feel those emotions a lot more um than I do sometimes so even when I'm in some serious pain when I'm you know as we as we do as humans we try and escape them in some way we vomit them all over everyone else you know when that emotional energy is in the house and it's um I'm not letting it move through I'm holding on to it they're picking it up yeah. and and feeling it too so awareness of that has been extremely helpful for me regulating my own 
emotions and allow feeling them in my body, allowing them to move through. There are so many practices I do with my clients about this that are absolutely beautiful and very, very um, enlightening in terms of mo moving that energy through your body. Um, but, yeah, and things you can do with your kids too to help them. The kids love to move their body, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> there's so many ways. They don't even realise that they're there. Yeah emotions are being moved through that's <laughs> perfect yeah and this reminds me and and if you guys have been following me for a while on this podcast you may know this by now but my one of my literally my favorite sentences of all time or quote is like what you resist persists and what you accept has a capacity to change but that's with emotions right if we resist the sadness it's going to just get stronger and stronger and we're going to stay in that stuckness or in that low for much longer. Like you say, when you can finally start to accept the part of you that's sad, that's angry, that's that's feeling blah. Yeah. Without making it mean anything. Yeah. That's when we can just let it be and let those emotions flow through the body. Because like you say, emotions are energy and motion, emotions. Yeah. And we need to stop the habit of keep suppressing and suppressing, right? That's probably why we're here and yeah. have so much emotional pain because we, we never learn that it's okay to feel like it's okay to be happy. Right. But it's not okay to, yeah. it's not okay to cry. And so yeah. I feel like that is probably the most important message right now for all of humanity in a way. Yes. Um, and even, even before human design came my way, I was, actually working also with emotions and talking about the same things and then when human design came and i learned about emotional authority i was like oh wow now adding this together this is like awesome because yes. it helps us give us even more compassion and acceptance for it because let's be real allowing yourself to feel how you feel and really fully accept these emotions it does take time and that's why support from a person like gretel for example can be yeah. in with that so Greta, how can people reach out to you? Where can they find you on social media? How can they work with you? Share it away. Oh, my goodness. So many different ways. <laughs> um, I, I'm doing a lot of one-on-one um, -on -one work with clients at the moment. And the very first thing that I do with everyone is a, a cuppa and a chat, which is a free half hour Grab a cuppa, your favorite, um, your favorite, um, you know, beverage, and you know, we just chat about your situation. No pressure, no, you know, and so that can be quite helpful for a lot of people just to sort of, you know, see whether, you know, it would align, and then I can ex explain, uh, you know, from there different ways that we could work together, that and how I could best support them, what they need. Everyone's different, so I very much tailor yeah. what I do. But that cuppa and a chat is just the perfect first step um i also have a um a free half hour taste of calm session which is a little taste of what it's like to work with me <laughs> and to start to feel your emotions in your body so for anyone who's just like oh god i don't want to do that <laughs> um or emotions really you know it, it's just a perfect way to start to get a feel for what that might be like mm. and you know in any session with me um there's absolutely there's no judgment every part of you is welcome and you know we work very much together so um yeah I have a YouTube channel that's about to be launched too which is really exciting so I don't know if I can give you a link to that but it'll be very much in my social media so Gretel Jane Coaching um is my 
Facebook page and I have an Instagram profile also. Yeah, beautiful. I'm, I'm going to make sure I'm going to drop it all in the show notes. So if you want to yeah. hop on the calls with Gretel, I highly recommend it for sure. Um, because that's what it is about, right? You you get to feel then if Gretel is the right fit for you, if, if that's something you're looking for, if you're looking for some support. Or keep listening to this podcast episode over and over again. There's so many nuggets of wisdom that Gretel shared with us. And to kind of finish this up for today, Gretel, what is one final thing that you want to give to the listeners uh, I knew you were going to ask me that and you know there's so many but I think and I was going to say slow down that's your message too but oh, it's, okay. uh, it's the, the, the it's, merrier. it's very it's very much about slow down take your time it's okay like I, I think my message is very much about um just reassurance that you're you're okay absolutely as you are mm-hmm. and it's it's all right just being with that um just noticing what's there in your system yeah whatever it be good the bad the everything in between I love that. It's, yeah it's all a part of you and it's all beautiful thank you thank you i love that um and thank you for being here it was such a joy such an honor such a pleasure to have this beautiful conversation with you hey it was fun and thank you (laughs) listeners for being here with us for tuning in and i cannot wait to be with you on the next episode thank you for listening to this episode and if you enjoyed what you heard today then please subscribe rate and leave a review on itunes And if you also know someone that you know in your heart could benefit from listening to this podcast, then I invite you to please share and help me reach more conscious leaders so we together can create global impact. I truly appreciate you and see you next time.